Are you thinking about buying or selling a home, downsizing, investing? Are you relocating? Do you want to know your local market conditions? Are you behind on payments? Are you looking for improvement tips? Or what if your home didn't sell? This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert and most trusted source for up-to-date information. And now, your host, Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Well, hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well on a Saturday Welcome to Real Estate with Ryan. So excited to be in the building with you. Talking a little real estate. It's always fun. And it is spring. It's hard to believe it's March. Um, the weather's changing. I know that because I kind of cheated a little bit the other day. My father-in-law was down playing golf, and I told my wife I'd be right back. <laughs> I scooted out the office to got hitting little golf balls. Just, just I mean, it was late evening, so I got a couple... Uh, Couple practice rounds ready for a little golf this year. So excited to start a little golfing and uh, weather change over this cold weather. I hope you guys are as well. Sure is heating up in the real estate market. If you haven't seen our market, I was looking the other day and I said, just happened to talk to one of my colleagues out of state and I said, wonder what the market was doing a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago as far as inventory. You know, we're down low. I pulled on the computer, popped it on the MLS, and I said, what? We had 1,500 homes in the whole market. 1,500 homes in the whole market. That's kind of hard to believe. So we're going to have a good show for you today. I hope you enjoy it. We're going to talk about appraisal in a hot market. How do we handle that if the market's so hot, buyers are competing? How are we going to handle the appraisal part? Is the appraisal part going to keep up with the real estate market? And then we're going to talk on the second half, we're going to talk a little bit about multiple offers. So you know there's lower inventory. You know there's some challenges in the marketplace. How are we going to win that property? How are you going to find that forever home, your dream home? And now everybody's, it seems like they're bidding on the same property or we've got multiple showing. It's very high competition. But we know spring to summer is where a large amount of inventory is coming. So home buyers, hold tight. There's a lot of inventory coming on the market. Uh, we saw January's numbers came out here just a couple of days ago. Talked about a market update, kind of give you some of those numbers. As a year, we're up 0 0.06. That's 6.69 million units sold on an annual rate. That's 23% higher year over year. It's the second highest since 2006. Yes, that does mean that the real estate market is on fire, 100%. We got an average sales price of 303,900, so 303,900. That's up 14% from the previous year. Uh, price ranges, we got $100,000 homes. Sales are down 28%. Why would that be? Because everything's so expensive. Those homes are they're just non-existent there for that income buyer. We were chatting with somebody yesterday. We were trying to help a couple on a property that was a little bit uh, uh, in that price range. And she said, I'm just having such a hard time, Ryan. I've worked with these buyers all throughout the area. They're on a fixed income, tight budget, and we just had a hard time finding it. It really makes it challenging now. Affordable housing, finding in that price range makes it difficult. It's not an easy feat. I was just chatting with them. I said, well, they got a great agent working with them and, and helping them. And so kudos to her to help them and uh, try to find that home. But uh, hopefully we'll see some more inventory coming up soon. Million dollar price range up 77%. 77%. So they are skyrocketing. Average days on market about 21 days. Previous last year was 41 days. We officially have 1.9 months of inventory on the market. 
So uh, average Fannie Mae Freddie Mac rates just went up a little bit. Just over the three percentage mark for the 30-year fixed rate, we're at 3.02%. So if you're thinking about buying or selling, still a great rate, 3%, 2.75. I mean, these rates are unheard of. Great opportunity in the market, as we always talk about. If you're buying, moving up to that larger home, downsizing, it's the best time to finance your home because the rates are so inexpensive, okay? What else do we have going on? Busy, busy week. Busy, busy week. A little home life here. So we've got uh, added a new addition to our family. We got a little puppy, a little Doberman puppy. So um, we got him last week. He's a European Doberman. Um, he's all Doberman. Um, he is a handful. So I have a new baby. He just turned one. Isaac just turned one. And now we bring a puppy in the mix. And so I think I forgot what puppies are about. It's kind of like babies. This puppy has kept me up two or three nights out there walking the dog, pottying late at night, just howling in his cage. I tell you, there's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but we're excited to have him in the family, in the house. So thank you for tuning in. We're talking about a little housing market. Let's talk about the appraisals. So if you're selling a home today in the East Tennessee market, you know, the challenge is as a seller, let's get the most money. Let's get people competing. Well, we're doing that. Well, what's the next challenge? The biggest challenge are the two things that could avoid a sale or kind of cause issues when we deal with our sellers. We say, hey, these two roadblocks or these two potential checklist items, we've got to complete. You know, just because we get the buyer excited and we get them enticed and they're all ready to go and emotions are flaring and, and we've got the kids over and we picked out the bedrooms and guess what? I've got a space for my office. Everybody's super excited. Unless it's a cash deal, we're going to deal with a little bit of financing and home inspections. So financing and home inspections are two phases that are separate, but they kind of go hand in hand. So the financing part in this market is pretty obvious. If the buyer qualifies, everything should be fine, right? Well, then the appraisal kicks in. So the first two things that we want to focus on is the inspection and then the appraisal. In this market, as we talk about the appraisers being very, very busy, I would advise you that if you put your home on the market, make sure that you have your agent or, or if you're doing it by yourself, make sure that you get that appraisal ordered very, very quickly. Because if not, you run a chance of the appraiser being backed up. Now, not only backed up, we're talking two or three weeks backed up, and that could delay your closing date. Now, if you have buyers like that we're dealing with that are coming from out of state, uh, one that we're working with in Florida, they've got their home for sale, they went under contract, then they're moving over here to Hardin Valley, they put their home under contract. It's called that domino effect, right? So if you throw off the domino... Unfortunately, the buyer in Florida could be homeless or they could have to rent something and that can cause a lot of issues. One of the biggest things sellers or buyers have to understand in this market, we're coming up with new inventory. We never want to give a buyer an opportunity to think twice because that new home comes on the market. We're under contract. We missed the closing date and oh no, the buyer goes, honey, did you see that new one in that neighborhood that you wanted to look at? What should we do? And it's vacant. So you don't want to get into those opportunities. Let's talk about the appraisal. We get through the inspection. Everything's perfect with the house. What do we do on the appraisal? How are the appraisers in this market handling such a market that is very, very competitive? You know, 
We say beauty is in the eye of the beholder, meaning home's worth what a buyer and a seller willing to pay. The appraisers have such a low, low emotion to it. It's very methodical. It's business-like. You know, they're going to determine the value of the subject property on comparable sales. Okay, and in this market, things that were six months, twelve months ago, they really don't fly. Uh, one thing that we're looking at in the marketplace is that we remember last year we had COVID. And so much going on and still spreading over to this year. So a lot of the sales that were in 2020 may not be valid or they may be omitted, right? Because they were in the middle of a pandemic or they may be older. And so we've just now really started to open the floodgates. So we're looking at our pending. One of the, one of the clients I was chatting with and I said, in a hot market like today, you're not looking at your sales six months ago. You're looking at right now. So we pulled... I can't remember what property that we were talking about yesterday, met with the seller, and we had eight or 10 pending. So, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, this is going to be your market. This is what a buyer is willing to pay. So, so important. So these are going to be your recent sales. And the challenge with that as a seller, some of these sales, you don't know what that end price will be because it's showing pending. And the appraiser's typically can't use a pending sale. They may add it as a fourth comp or a fifth, fifth comp, but it's important that to know that if you're going to be putting your house in the market and closing the next 30, 60 days, that we really know these pending sales because they're ultimately going to affect, right, the sale of your home. How about some of these pending sales where there are one or two days in the market? Could they be bidding wars? Could they be way above list price? I can tell you this week we worked on three or four of them. Um, one, we're working 25 offers. The other one, 5, 10, 15. So, you know, the, the activity and the marketing that's behind it can drive that price skyrocketing. You know, some of the appraisers, they use something called um, determining value is a uh, – We'll see here. Got my notes here mixed up. But a determining value on a condition of a property is going to be rating, like C1 to C5. And a C5 rating is a condition issue. So you never want to have a C5 condition issue because that means that more than likely the lenders may have a challenge to rate on it. It may be risky to the banks as collateral. And there may be need to be some work done to that property to bring it back up. Um also, as you're selling your property, make sure that we have it ready for FHA, VA standards. Now, a lot of people don't want to get into government loans as we're coming here in a break, but the more available financing you have, the more opportunities for more buyers. Look, we're coming on a break. We're going to talk more real estate with Ryan. Stay with us. Stay tuned. We'll talk more about this appraisal issue right after the break. With over 30 years of real estate experience in East Tennessee, Ryan Coleman and the team at Hometown Realty know something about a home field advantage. Buying or selling your home in today's market is a big decision, and choosing the wrong agent could be a costly mistake. So be sure to choose your winning team of experts at Hometown Realty, proud sponsor of the Tennessee Volunteers. Call 865-693-SOLD. That's 865-693-SOLD. Or visit ryancoleman.org and start packing. If you're wanting to purchase a new home but have questions about rates, programs, and costs, you need to call Chris Hogreff with Gateway Mortgage Group. 
He has 17 years of lending experience in Knoxville and would love to help. Chris will happily answer all of your questions, and then he'll get you the best mortgage loan with the lowest rate. Also, Gateway Mortgage does not sell your loan after closing. You'll be their client for life. Come see how quick and stress-free it is to get quickly approved with Chris Hograff. Call him at 257-7777 to set an appointment to visit him at his office on Cedar Bluff. NMLS 289-930. Hi, Knoxville. Laura Ingram here. Thinking about selling your home without all the headaches most people experience? Not all real estate agents operate the same. You can have a wonderful hometown agent right here in your own backyard whom you can trust to sell your house. I'm talking about Ryan Coleman of Hometown Realty. His system outmarkets and outsells 99% of other agents in the Knoxville area. Ryan spends thousands of dollars every week on marketing, driving more buyers to your home, resulting in your home selling faster and for more money. Ryan has been voted by Knoxville News Sentinel as one of the best realtors in your area. What I like is when you call Ryan, you get Ryan. You're not passed off to some other agent. On such a big decision like selling your home, you just can't afford not to have a hometown expert like Ryan on your side. And don't worry about getting stuck with owning two homes or no home at all. Ryan guarantees to sell your home at a price and deadline acceptable to you or he'll buy it himself. Now that is a great deal. You can also listen to Ryan right here every Saturday at News Talk 98.7 FM or just call Ryan directly at 693-SOLD. That's 693-7653 or go to ryancoleman.org and start packing. Welcome back. This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert. Ryan talks all things real estate and gives you the most up-to-date information on the Knoxville market and surrounding counties. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. All right. Thanks for staying tuned with us. Real Estate with Ryan after the break. Glad to be with you guys. Spring Fling here, talking about a little real estate, getting excited about the market. And if you're tuning in right after the break, we're talking about appraisals. And I was running close on a break. So I want to spend just a quick second about that. So appraisals rated as conditions. We were talking about the condition of a property. Then we were talking about financing of a property. Condition and financing have a lot to do with it. And then we'll kind of end this on appraisal and get into a bidding war and multiple offers and kind of what you need to do to win your home this spring market. So one thing that's important, government loans, I'll point this out, if you have chipping or peeling paint, one of those big things. If you have an older home, it happens. Make sure you look at those things. Make sure maybe possibly considering doing those things. Because if you exclude government loans, a lot of buyers in the marketplace with rates really, really low and down payment issues really being you know, high loan to value, you just may be missing out on buyers. You know, and there's a lot of good loans there that the government um, has for buyers in today's market. And we're seeing a lot of those in our, in our price ranges. So what I would say is get with your great agent, get with us, right? Um, do a walk through the property before putting the home on the market. See if there's anything, not only staging, getting your home right, get it ready to show, talk about the curb appeal, the obvious things, but let's walk through some appraisal conditions. Are there handrails? Are there things that would oppose it from going government loans? And is it worth us to spend maybe a couple bucks to fix it so that we're wide open on the appraisal? Remember, the last thing we want to do is have the house packed up. We're moving. Everything's ready. And guess what? We got some peeling paint or we got to fix something. And just one last thing we need to do to delay closing. We'll talk about appraisals and why some of the issues that come up. One of the biggest things this article that I was reviewing mentioned was 
that appraisers aren't mind readers. And the usual issue for most appraisals are when the appraiser goes out or they look at the comments, there's not substantial comments or features about the home. It's just very vague. Um, House may have a mountain view that's pretty obvious, but if there's things like a gated community, different things that there's obviously going to separate your home from the comparables in the market, your agent has to do that job to relay that. Uh, we, We do something every time we list a property, we want all the features, all the updates. Not only are we writing a custom description by our copywriter, but number two, we're reinforcing value. It's important not only you're reinforcing value to the buyer, but you're reinforcing value to the appraiser. And when we focus on all the items, the features, the upgrades, the kitchen, the countertops, the electrical, maybe there's solar, um, whatever may be going involved, now you've made it easy for the appraiser. And you may even go another step is when you can meet the appraiser at the property and show them all the features and why that you had multiple offers and why yours is unique. Guys, in a market like this today, that's the difference from getting the home under contract and closing to getting all the way to closing and blowing up on the appraiser. And then we have the appraisal challenges that appraisers just get assigned to these random companies and they may not know the market. So it's your job to make sure, be prepared with comparables, adjusting, pulling those pendings, pulling actives, pulling sales on why you came up with your list price and why you're supporting that price. Now, let's talk about a multiple offers in a situation where, Ryan, I found my forever home. How come? How can we compete in this marketplace? It makes it challenging. It does make it challenging. And one of the biggest things that you're going to focus is, in a market where we have a lower inventory and a 1.9 month supply, property is going to come on the market. They're going to go off. Some of you guys have in listing inventory. I mean, we were carrying somewhere close to 80. We're down. 80 listings plus, we're down. So we're going to have to work double, triple time to keep the inventory because they're selling quicker than we can get on to them. So with that inventory, what do you do to secure the dream home for the buyer? Very challenging. There's 10 or 20 offers. What can I do, Ryan, to get my property accepted over everybody else? And that's a very, very good question. Uh, One of the biggest things I would say is keep in mind, keep with your agent. Um, I was talking to a colleague that dealt with a lot of foreclosures the other day, and he said, I was entering four offers in, and the asset manager found the second one, said, that's what I want. She took it, didn't do a highest and best, and moved on. And a lot of times in our marketplace, we did this last night, we did the same exact thing. We had offers, all of a sudden we had four at one time, and we took the one. We didn't do a highest and best, we didn't come back. And the reason being, the client didn't want to do that. They hit their target, they didn't want to go back and compete. Now, a lot of times we are competing when everybody get their best offer and that opportunity. But in this market, I would say, listen, when you make your offer, go ahead and consider that there's going to be multiple offers or they're going to be competing offers. A lot of buyers in this marketplace um, actually had a call from another agent in this buyer from Ohio. And the buyer was very calm, but he was a little upset that he didn't get the property. And I said, sir, you know, it's a very, very competitive market. And he mentioned to me, he said, well, Ryan, um, I just figured that your seller would counter back and we didn't go in with our best offer. 
Well, in this marketplace, it wasn't even considered because it wasn't in the realm to be, you know, where the sellers wanted to be. They didn't even they didn't even respond. That's not what you want to do, but there was another offer, and again, they took it. So advice for buyers in this market, make sure that when you make an offer, you get the right advice from your agent. Number two, go in and anticipate with a market that you're going to be competing. Go in strong. Because if you don't, you run the risk of losing it. Let's say you make an offer today with a deadline tomorrow. Well, more than likely, two people could be behind you. That's how crazy the market is. So if you come in and try to lowball or kind of play the uh, kind of back and forth game, you may not even get considered. So go in from the get-go anticipating a multiple offer inspection. Number number one, we always talk about it. It sounds elementary, right? When you make an offer, have your pre-approval letter with you. Go the extra step and get the pre-approval, not a pre-qualification. Don't send over statements or a bank letter or pre-approval from a bank that doesn't say that your income, credit, and all that's been verified. Guys, that is one of the biggest things that as a listing agent that's talking to a client and the seller's trying to make a decision, if you don't submit an offer with the pre-approval letter, they just don't know enough of information. Kind of like what I was talking about on the show. We're talking about the appraisals. One of the biggest issue is you wanted the appraisers to kind of read your mind of the features and updates. You're wanting the listing agent and the seller to already anticipate that the buyer's qualified, they're pre-approved, they're putting so much down, and all that's there, and you're not giving them enough information. Make it easy for the seller to accept your offer. Make it easy to kind of win before the bidding starts. You know, um, in this market, do your homework. Is the home overpriced? Is it going to appraised? That's always a catch-22. Make sure you have the appraisal contingency in there, right? That's going to protect you that your appraisal contingency, if the home doesn't appraise, it may not come through. I know we're facing a lot of buyers that come through, and they're waiving the appraisal contingency. If you're a strong buyer in today's market and you've done your homework, considering waiving the appraisal contingency is big. When we go into multiple offers, if you're waiving the appraisal contingency, let's say we're five or 10 grand above and you secure the property. Remember, we talked about it. It's not about just getting the best deal in this market. It's about securing your forever home, just getting in there and getting the deal. I, I know it's not the best, but that's where we're at. Use escalation clauses. If your agent's not familiar with that, the listing agent's not familiar with that, reach out to us. Be glad to help you any way we can. But escalation clauses are going to allow you to bid so much thousands over the list office or list price or selling price. You know, hey, Mr. Jones, I'll pay 3000 over the highest offer to X, okay, with a cap of here. And then number two, closing this out. Always, if you don't get the property, deals fall through. People get cold feet. Things happen. Have your agents to have a rapport. Have a great agent to keep a rapport, a dialogue, and put in a backup offer. But a backup offer that allows you to what? Go out there and shop for other homes. And if that offer is terminated, make sure that that offer automatically terminates and goes right to you and not allow the bidding war. I hope you find that's helpful for today. Little real estate with Ryan tips. 
If you need us, you know where to find us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We're going to have this streaming for you. So I hope you, if you didn't catch us on the radio, you can follow us. And every Saturday, we're on News Talk and Talk Radio, 11 and 1 o'clock. And I hope you enjoyed the show. I enjoy being with you guys. We'd like to give you the information. It's going to be a crazy 2021. Proud sponsors of the Vols and your Tennessee realtor. The easiest number to reach us, 693-SOLD. At 693 sold, or you can visit me at ryancoleman.org. Till next weekend, we hope to have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. You can reach out to Ryan anytime at 693 sold. Look us up on Facebook or visit him online at ryancoleman.org. And make sure to join us every Saturday at 1 only on News Talk 98.7 WOKI.